Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out a very special edition of Woken Bait. Sitting down with the one and only UFC bantamweight, Victor Rodriguez, prior to his fight this Saturday at UFC Fight Night 181, Uriah Hall versus Anderson Silva. This is his debut fight against Adrian Yanez. Victor Rodriguez has been on the podcast multiple times, as well as his coaches, Seth Stacy and Jason Chavarria. This is an exclusive, and we are very grateful to have it. Victor Rodriguez is based out of Soldatna, Alaska, and represents the great land quite lovely. This episode is brought to you by Iron Asylum and Red Run Cannabis Company. For more on them, stay tuned after the podcast. And as per usual lately... The music is provided by the one and only Skate God. All right. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Seth. Ladies, gents, and others, enjoy the podcast. All right. So, uh, ladies, gents, others, I am joined today by Soldatna Kenai, by the Kenai Peninsula's own Victor. Vicious Rodriguez, <laughs> as well as well as coaches Seth Stacy and Jason Chavaria. One clap. And we're all hydrating. We're all hydrating. Hey, Cheers. I'm drinking Cheers. vinegar. Hey, buddy. Are... Oh, nice. Cool. Salute. Yeah. Hey. Uh, salute. Um, so, Victor, congratulations on making it to Las Vegas to the Ultimate Fighting Championship. I know this has been a very long trip for you. So, tell us what's going through your mind now, and then tell us a little bit about the expectation versus the reality of when you got there. Yeah, I'm 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 feeling a lot better now. At first, it was uh, there was a lot of pressure uh, because of the paperwork. Everything was last minute. I had to go uh, take a lot of uh, tests, eye exams, uh, MRIs, um, blood work. Uh, two weeks notice. There's just so much paperwork. I'm so lucky my girlfriend helped me out because there's a lot of paperwork. I'm not good at it, so um, I was very stressed out about that. And of course, you know, just making it to the UFC as pressure in itself. But today I feel great, man, hanging out with my coaches here, just having a good time, just enjoying it, enjoying Vegas. Feel better now, you know? So when you first started fighting, uh, you know, uh, almost 10 years ago, what did you think it would be like uh, when, if you finally made it to the UFC versus now that you've made it, they've welcomed you? Uh, you know, I didn't really think about that about it that far because, you know, I just I, uh, a small part of me didn't think it was realistic in a sense. I, I thought I thought if I would have made it, I would have made it just maybe once or twice. Uh, like a person like me, I wasn't supposed to do this, you know. So like to me, uh, I didn't think about it that much because I didn't I didn't really see myself being here this early. You know, I figured I'd be here when I was 33 and I was just going to be able to fight once or twice for that promotion, you know, if that. So I, I didn't really think about it. But now that I'm here, it's, it's awesome, man. They treat their fighters amazingly. Like, I never thought how good they treat their fighters. They treat their fighters very good. So there's that. 
So that's what I've heard. Earlier in the summer, I got to interview Uros Medic before his fight on Dana White's Contender Series. And he was saying the same thing you're saying. Like, he was blown away by how well they're treating him, how how everything is taken care of, um, how well everyone is treated. So, you know, congratulations on that. You've earned it. If you could talk a little bit about um, your path and and some some of the places that you fought in order to fight here. Okay, so yeah, I first started fighting um, for Matt Plant, Sildana Sports Center, um, very small town show, and I uh, I got an opportunity to go fight for Anchorage. You know, I, I didn't do so well my first professional fight, so I came back to the drawing board. I got good, and then started working my way up again, and I got an opportunity to fight for uh, Anchorage again, and uh, fought for a belt against a tough opponent. Did really, really well. And uh, one thing led to the other, and now I'm here. So um, just started off from Sildana, Alaska, man. Small town. Um, yeah. Um, Coach Seth, can you talk a little bit about uh, the expectation versus the reality coming in as a coach? Well, um, being supportive uh, is like, he had so much paperwork to do and so much responsibility. Um, that's something because like, we don't have an athletic commission in the state of Alaska. Right. So like he had to do MRIs and he had to go get physicals and he had to do eye checks. Um, and he's got to do his medicals every fight. So we didn't have any of that stuff done. Something that you would normally have if you were an amateur to fight in any commissions down here in the lower 48. Um, so looking at the amount of work and then, you know, really coming here, like everybody thinks it's going to be like a bunch of good times going out and like seeing Las Vegas um, with the COVID. It's not like that right now. Um, we have to be in here. We have to be quarantined under lock and key um, when we get, you know, because we get tested, we can't risk um, him getting it or Jason getting it. Um, we're literally like taken to the store and then back to the store or back home. And that's it. It's very limited stuff. We get tested every day um, as far as for our temperature screen, right? Screen. We want to make sure they're make sure that we're good um, after the fight. Like for instance, they've already told us like if you leave after the fight and you go out, you cannot come back on premises, you know, because of the exposure, the potential exposure here because of the uh, other possible fights. So it doesn't shut down the show. So um, it's work, right? Not, not in a bad way. Like the experience is beautiful and it's special and we're enjoying the process. We're enjoying the journey, but literally it is work. There's a lot of responsibilities, a lot of meetings, a lot of things being on time. Um, you got, got to be professional. You got to represent. Um, these are all the qualities that, that carries, you know? So, I mean, when you look at these things and this job, you can't just go and hang out and it's a party time. It's not that way. I mean, we feel that energy because it's very exciting and it's new, but at the same time, it's a, it's a very high level pre- professional thing. And that's something that like, I mean, I've never heard any other fighters really talk about it. I've never heard any other coaches kind of talk about it. Um, it's just kind of probably for them. It's probably an everyday thing, not such a, a shell shock, but what Vic says that is true. They treat their fighters extremely well. <clears throat> they, they make sure that their health is on point and that they're good to go. And uh, they uh, they give them meals. Like Vic's got all of his meals laid out for him. Uh, all of the supplementations, when to take, uh, when to take it, uh, all that stuff. So 
it's a it's a big step up and it's a great thing that makes me happy that you know my fighter my friend my brother is at that level even though he's going out and risking his health you know when he's fighting i know that at least everything else between that is going to change his life and and that's important to me so i'm, I'm very happy about that excited so expectation versus reality i figure we come down do our thing we see everybody we chill back relax and wait for fight day but it's not that you know it's a lot of responsibilities i mean yeah the hotel here uh it's covered by security everywhere uh people can't come in when you come in you got to know who you are this and this and that when you walk to the door there's security there there's it's it's, it's tight they it's take it tight. serious yeah they're taking it very serious yeah, yeah. i just got sent back to the room because i have a mask for she was like, no credentials, no <laughs> yeah. mask. What are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'll be back. So, yeah, so that's expectations <laughs> versus reality, right? Um, Victor, you had your hand raised a second. Is Was there something that, that you wanted to add or is that what you yeah. got out? That's what I wanted to add, just like the security and how, how, how strict it is about COVID. Man, they, they take it serious, you know, and they, they're making sure all the fighters are all protected and uh yeah yeah speaking of that too they treat their coaches well their cornermen we got a bunch of swag and stuff um outside of our corner gear i figured when we were going to come down we would get our corner gear and stuff but they took care of us they gave us some shirts and some shoes and some bags and, and stuff like that socks took care of us i was really yeah i mean those are some pretty spiffy right? carrots by yeah the way. so so that was it's really cool of them. I feel, you know, like uh, I feel taken care of like that. You know, we all got hats too. You know, so it was a pretty cool. I mean, it was pretty cool for that, right? Yeah. You know, alone. Sandals. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on your. Well, I mean, you got some cool. You, of course, you got stuff, dude. They, you, they're obligated to give yeah. you stuff yeah. because you're awesome. They're like this guy's charming. Yeah, They're all charming. No one else got that the the swag bag. Like none of the other cornermen. Like they just got it because you're charming. They're like, tell us Alaska stories. Does everyone live in <laughs> yeah, an <right>. igloo? <laughs> yeah. Or no, nope, everybody else got it. Everybody yeah. else got it. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah, have a pet uh, bear? You know, like what's it? What are moose like in real life? Yeah. They have Alaska. Has like, nothing on us. Yeah, right. Well, all of our children start training with bears, so yeah. it's like nothing. Yeah. Except for my kid does kickboxing with them. <laughs> Which is one of the things that I didn't understand about bears. I didn't know they were so flexible until I saw that brown bear do the question mark kick. I, I thought they were just kind of kind of like lazy. Like they would have just thrown it up. I didn't think they'd have put any hip into it. But no, this brown bear did a full-on question mark kick. And was that yeah, with the man? Yeah. It was impressive. It was, with, was that was with the fisherman? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, it was. I see you're fighting. Yeah, he's got like waiters on. <laughs> yeah. But I also saw it in Anchorage, though. Yeah. Yeah. Those, are, yeah. those are some tough bears up here. You know, they're scrappy. 100%. Um, so on this card, fighting on this card with you is Bryce uh, Mitchell, Thug Nasty. And he is finally getting his custom camo fight trunks yeah i i, I actually uh, ran into him anyways finish sorry no 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 this is this is cool like the, people want to hear these these stories tell me yeah. tell me yeah so, so I, was, I, was going, 
I was going downstairs and I, uh, I was just walking to uh, the office and stuff because I, I forgot my key in my room. Um, so downstairs, I, I ran into him. He was weighing himself in, and I and I said, "Hey, man, uh, did you get your you know you get your uh, camel shorts?" He said, "Yeah, man." And That's so, so awesome. I talked to him for a little bit and stuff like that. Got to meet the dude. He's a really yeah. cool guy, man. Uh, talked to him a little bit. He's, I told him uh, how I'm from Alaska. He got pretty. He was like, "Whoa, Alaska!" Even his coach is Alaska. And uh, I told him how I wanted to walk out with my with my boots, but they didn't let me. But you know, uh, we just had a cool little laugh. He's sweet, such a cool guy, man. Took a picture with me and everything. So he got his shorts. <laughs> did you get? Did you talk to him about fishing? Because that's well, that's one of those things that's a very Alaskan thing to do. I know you enjoy fishing. You know, you could have you could have had a brand new fishing buddy. Take my fish. Yeah, you know what? I, I wish I could have. You know, I just uh, he seemed like he was trying to. He, he seemed kind of busy, so I was just happy enough to get a picture. So I just I let him do his thing, you know, and I just kind of said hi and this and this and that. So I'm from Alaska and I just carried on with my way, you know. So I wish I could have though. I kind of regret that because that would have been awesome to get him up there in Alaska and start fishing and stuff like that. Because I'm sure he would have been down. Oh, oh, it'll happen. Damn. It'll happen Damn. because it's supposed to happen. But going back to uh, Thug Nasty. Uh, and his trunks. What do custom Victor Rodriguez trunks look like? Oof. That's a tough one, man. Uh, I probably just have my gems in there, AK-49, Revive Jiu-Jitsu, uh, just all my gems that kind of, like, helped me get where I was at, you know? I know it sounds kind of crazy because you're not, not supposed to get sponsors, but if I were to get some shorts, I, I, I'd probably get the uh, the gems that helped me get here, man, because they really do mean a lot to me. I wouldn't If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have got here, so... You want to give them all a shout out real quick? Yeah, AK forty nine martial arts, revived jujitsu, uh, Nikki Russell at um, certitude, certitude strength. Yeah, strength. Yep. I want to give some uh, give a shout out to Ten Planet as well, uh, All American Training Center. Um, yeah, all of them, man. Thank you guys so much. Um, all right, there were a couple of other uh, questions that um, I wanted to touch on. Uh, so your very first fight uh, is on a card uh, with uh, Anderson Silva, who is um, arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest mixed martial artists of all time. Do you have a particular Anderson Silva fight that sticks out to you? Uh, I do. I I have two, actually. I, I like the one when he knocked out uh, Belfort when he, with that with front, front kick. kick? That was awesome. You know, I actually, uh, we were looking out the window. We actually saw Anderson Silva walk in. Yeah. And it was awesome. Uh, we were all freaking out. He had like a, he had an awesome little sweater with his like signature kick. So I thought that was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, and my second one, when he fought the American gangster, when he was kind of getting Just beat so up, yeah. all, all the whole fight and last minute he got yeah. in with the triangle. I, I mean, he was getting beat up, but man, that's, you know, that kind of shocked the whole world, you know? So that was cool. Those were both great, uh, great fights the, with with uh, Chael Sonnen. Both of those fights with Chael Sonnen, uh, that champion's mind state at the very last second, being able to slip in the triangle or or ducking the crazy spinning back fist that no one had ever seen Chael Sonnen throw and right. putting his knee in the sternum of a grown yeah. man. Um, Anderson Silva is one of those fighters that has. Um, you're able to develop memories of just because he has so many great fights. Coach, is that technically a teep? What he threw in the Vitor Belfort fight? Huh? In the Vitor Belfort. It's more of a front snap kick. Yeah, it's more of a front snap. It's more of a front snap kick. And kick. Like a karate kick. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great kick. It unchambers. 
like a teep. I mean, it's more like a foot jab in a lot of ways, right? But there's, I mean, there's there's several different styles of front kicks too, right? A teep can be something to stop somebody, or you can uh, use it to move into them, or you can use like more like a punch, or then you can like hinge the kick, right? More of the sternum, and then kind of like Anderson did, boom, just front front snap kick. Right. Now, yeah, there's, I mean, that, that's a, a fight worthy of its own conversation and everything leading up to it. Um, uh, Coach Seth, is there a particular Anderson Silva memory that sticks out to you? Um, the fight with Forrest Griffin. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, Rich Franklin. Because I really liked Rich Franklin. He was a great fighter. Mm-hmm. But to just watch what Anderson did to him. I was just like was just blown next away. Next the fight with Dan Henderson. I mean, I don't know what oh, yeah. Anderson. He jokes. So, yeah, what Anderson Silva fight isn't like really, awesome. you know, especially in the beginning years. There was so much they did. It was just incredible, you know, for sure. So he was just operating at a at a completely different uh, level than anyone else at the time. Uh, Coach Jason, is there a particular Anderson fight that sticks out to you? I, I I love his uh, first one in the UFC with Levin, Chris yeah. Levin. Yeah, that was a great fight. And he just toyed with him. Yeah, he's just pawing at him, just toying, just beep, beep, beep. and next thing you know, he's sleeping him. I'm uh, I'm very excited for you guys. Um, now, one second. Uh, let me get back to that other question. There were some. There were a bunch of uh, other questions. Da 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 da. Um, okay, if this is the last thing uh, that you say to the folks back home, the, uh, Victor, if you, there's something that you can say to the folks in Soldatna, in Kenai, on the peninsula, in Alaska, you are the AFC's 135 champion. Um, sir, what is it that you want to say to the state of Alaska, people around the world who became uh, fans of yours after the fight with Jared Mazurik? Um, what would you want to say to them? Uh, I just want to say that I'm very grateful, man. I, I really, uh, uh, really blessed. Uh, everybody's love and support. It's, uh, it's, I don't want to say overwhelming because that's a bad word, but man, it, it's, I'm truly lucky to have all the people following me and helping me out, uh, sending me, uh, nice messages that really helps out a lot with people know it or not, you know, uh, it's a lot of pressure, a lot of big things going on here. So all those things help out. I just want to say thank you to every single, everybody, you know, thank you so much. Um, uh, your messages don't go unseen, you know. Uh, I got a lot of uh, things to do here, but I'm very grateful and thank you guys so much, man. And I hope I, I hope I uh, inspire somebody to go out there and do something they really enjoy doing, man. For real, I really do. Um, Coach Seth, is there anything you would like to say to um, to your students um, back home? Uh, you gotta believe in yourself. You gotta set goals for yourself. You got to work hard, be dedicated, be responsible, um, be disciplined more than anything. Um, and if it's something that you want, don't quit. If you fall down on the journey, pick yourself up and keep going. Don't let it deter you. You know, that's what I would say. I mean, truly, that's what I say. I think that's really the most important values in anything that you do in life is having a clear vision and goals of where you want to go. And then, um, you know, going for that, you know. That's what I'd say. So I said to them. So, um, 
Coach Jason, you've been on the podcast many times. We, we've had conversations about uh, faith. We've had conversations probably about monster movies. Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess what I'm asking, uh, I'm asking you here, sir, you're, you're, um, you're a minister. How do you think about it? What, what are your thoughts going into all of this? When you take a step back, what do you see? Oh, I feel like God places certain people in places that he wants them to be, to be used as, and use that area as a platform to give him glory and to send his message. And God uses uh, unlikely people. Throughout the Bible, he uses unlikely people, people that other people didn't think could do anything. You know, um, he's used, like in the, the book of Judges, for instance, is filled with people like Gideon was a, a coward hiding and, and an angel of the Lord came to him and said, rise mighty warrior. And Gideon was like, who? And he, he was, the yeah, he raised him up. He raised up women like Deborah to lead the Israelites and, and, a, and a little shepherd teenage boy to be, beat a giant, you know, David and Goliath. It's, it just goes, the list goes on and on. And, and I feel like God takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And he's taken, Vic is very humble and, uh, and he's very grateful. And, and, um, and he knows that God's carrying him and God's with him. And, and he knows that it, it's, he's doing the will of God because it's all coming together. And, uh, and we've all been just like, just feeling this, you know, this moment, we've just been, praying together we've been talking together we've been talking about everything not just the fight but we talk about life relationships food marriage we talk about all kinds of stuff man and so from in what this moment we've gained here as a team i think we've grown just being locked in here uh we've grown as friends and teammates and and comrades and uh it's been a great experience, man. Just just getting here. And I can't believe I'm here with them. And they invited me to come alongside him. And I'm I'm grateful to be here. And we've just been dumbfounded the whole time, walking around, ooing and eyeing over everything. <laughs> everything. Like, like super fanboys. Oh We're constantly like, oh my gosh, look at this. Oh my god, look at that. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm supposed to do that. We're just constantly blown away by everything. And uh, it's been a great learning experience. And believe it or not, um, God's provided us a line of fighters that are gonna be coming out of Alaska because of this, this door that's been opened for Victor and, and doors that have been closed for Victor that have made the way straight for him here in such a timely manner, you know? And he's been chosen for such a time as this, you know? And he's got a line of fighters that are right behind him that follow him and they're grip fighters, they're, you know? Yeah, so if anybody out there, anybody that's uh, trying to do this, just fighting in general and wants to go this far, like I, I feel like Coach Seth, Coach Jason, um, myself, we all, we're all gonna be able to help them out, you know, the people that really want it and, and wanna be there and wanna put in the hard work and stuff like that. If, you're, if, if I'm talking to you guys, you know, it's, it's very possible, man. Like now that we're here, um, you know, keep working hard and, like, like Coach has tells me, believe in yourself, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still struggling with it a little bit. And that's why I'm lucky to have both of these guys here, you know, so 
if you guys are listening to this, you know, keep at it, man. It's very possible, very possible. And we're going to open up doors for you guys. Something I want to say, too, is, like, Vic is not just a fighter. He is a martial artist and yeah. a good human being. Yeah. What do you do after your fight career is over? Vic is capable of coaching. There's so many things. You have to be well-rounded, and that's a lot of things that Jason was just discussing, you know? He's like, everybody wants to fight hard, and that's great. But now he is a representative. A represent he's a he's a UFC athlete. Okay, he's a representative for the greatest fight organization on the planet. So if he acts like an ass or says foolish things or does things out of line, how, how do you think the UFC is going to be with that? You can't, right? So you can't just always fight good, right? Yeah. The concept is to be a martial artist and respect, discipline, honor. These are the things that carry that as well. That, that's what you develop into. You develop into the competitor because you've developed the tools and the mindset and the personality and the growth as a human being. And you want to go out into combat and you want to test your skills against other people. That's what it takes. Not just throwing punches real hard, not just being tenacious, not being an angry person, not those things. You have to be a well-rounded human being. Yeah, on I mean, and off the mat. Okay, right? Sure. On and off. That's exactly it. And that's the important thing, right? That's what we worked a lot on, yeah. you know, is, you know, how he carried himself and um, how he handled, like, frustration, right, too, you know, like, same with me. He helped me grow there, too. Composure. So many, so many things, man. So that's, I'm glad that you said what you said, Jason. I'm right. touching on a lot of those things. That's important for, you know, fighters to understand that, how you carry yourself, who you are, before and after and during, man. So I, before we depart, because I know that you have a schedule that you've got to keep, Victor, you got to get some sleep, you got to rest, recover, work through all that good stuff. <clears throat> all of this said, you took a short notice fight uh, against Adrian Yanez. Do you feel like you've uh, been able to properly develop a game plan uh, against your opponent? I mean, it's obviously two weeks, you know, in advance. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's two weeks, you know, I mean, but I'm lucky I have coach Seth where he, you know, he's a genius when it comes to this kind of thing. So we, we got a couple, we got a couple of tricks and we got a couple things we want to use against him. And uh, I feel we did a workout today and I, I feel good about it, you know, and we're just gonna have to go see what happens, you know? Yeah. So we're going to be in there playing with fire and uh, it's going to be one of us, you know, me or him. You know, and I'm just excited to go out there and put on an awesome show for Soldana and the whole world, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's also only had two weeks to prepare for Victor Rodriguez. So he really can't before that, but you're not wrong in that instance, right? Um, you know, Vic has been working on staying ready um, for the most part, but just getting it put together. You know, that is hard, you know, and this is what happens in fights. You know, you uh, uh, know, says that he was happy to have Vic be there as a fight, you know, um, for him. And that's it. You know, he could have been off the card and had to await or, you know, dropped out. Yeah. And uh, so with two weeks notice, we're just going to go and put out that, I mean, game plan. We've been game planning for many fights. We do yeah. the same things that we do all the time. It's just like slightly different variations of things. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, right. it's like music. Yeah. Yeah. We show up with like a jam band. We show up and we, yeah. we jam. And with COVID, yeah. it has been tough, you know, on Vic's training, but yet we've still found a way. We've been training the whole time off and on and getting things set, you know, and he was doing anything and everything that he could to try to keep uh, himself on point. 
you know, uh, to be honest, I'll say this just in case uh, you post this on YouTube. Um, he's already on weight. He's eating. He's good. We're ready. He's he, he could go eat any kind of food he wants. I hope Yanez has a great weight cut because he's already done. Um, Coach, I've been eating a lot too. <laughs> as you should, and I'm grateful that you have. Um, I'm gonna and I'm gonna get all of your I'm gonna get all of your your food uh, your your food uh, adventures when you get back. Um, you mentioned uh, it being like a a jam band. How much of the fight is improvisation? Like you have a game plan, but like how much of the fight tends to be improvisation? Well, it depends on Vic's feel, right? We see certain things that Yanez does. We know certain things that Vic does. Um, we're focused on Vic but yet we focus on our potent, to, you know, because they can always change and do different things, right? I'm sure, you know, Yanez, he's a, he's a professional, so he's always evolving and growing himself. Mm -hmm. um, so we just look at, you know, certain things that's going on. And we, I mean, at this point in time, we look at what things Vic does good, right? And we just put him in places and situations yeah. and just go from there. That's what we can do, right? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it is improv right now, right? That's it. You got to be good. Sometimes it's not about your opponent. We're going to go out and do what we want to do. Yeah, definitely. That's what we're going to do, right? We're going to do what definitely. we want to do. Definitely. Right? That's it. Yeah, we had a huge game plan going against Jared. Uh-huh. And that's that's all that everybody else sees. Yeah. And and we did what we wanted to do there, too. Yeah. Yep. Right? That's exactly it. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. I know that about Vic. Vic is not a... Uh, Dull fighter by any means. No. All right. No, he's an animal. So, uh, so I guess, uh, Vic, my last question. This isn't a serious question at all. Um, if you can eat anything, that's something your your coach brought up. You're already on weight. When you're done with a fight and you can eat whatever you want in the city of Las Vegas, where nothing ever really closes um what are you getting is there a part of you that's like a california kid i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to, to in and out and then i'm gonna go to fat burger because we don't have it in alaska or are you gonna like find real food <laughs> well, <laughs> too late well I, I already went in and out but like uh it's all stripped here so why <laughs> Uh, so tell them your in and out meal. <laughs> give, give this way cut meal breakdown so basically uh, you got animal style <laughs> Yeah, so when, when you get a ride from the UFC, they're very strict, right? You can just go to Whole Foods, just healthy food and stuff. Uh, so uh, one time we had a driver, and uh, we, we kind of, I don't want to say his name because I don't want to get him in trouble, but we, we went to in and out We had a burger with him, and uh, he told us not to tell anybody, and I thought it was amazing, you know? Again, got to do, uh, go to in and out with my coach and uh, yeah. the driver, and we kind of made him do something that he wasn't supposed to. But that's thing that's is, one of my favorite. We don't memories. ever get those foods, yeah. right? Yeah. I, had to, I had to go get a double-double, man. I haven't had one of those. And what, else, what else did you have? Uh, milkshake and some fries. Yeah. <laughs> go animal style? <laughs> animal <laughs> style. No, not animal no, not style. Animal style. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, that was awesome, man. I had an In-N-Out burger. Oh, amazing. I haven't had one in forever. Uh, it was on our way to a meeting, so it was all within good reason we had some time that we we could kill to go get something to eat so a team meeting <laughs> that's it it was a team meeting yeah, and a team bonding yes. experience as a coach it, it was it was important it was yeah, yeah he needed that uh, and especially I, when i found out like the other day uh when he weighed himself and and he was still at like 137 
this morning when he weighed, he was at 135. Yeah. And I was like, good Lord, dude. I'm like, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, I'm about it. Like, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I told, I told, uh, I talked with Dwayne and I was like, yeah, Vic's already on weight. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, he's eating real good. He's like, you need to take that kid to Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. So, um, Real, real quick, Coach Seth, I, and I, I know you're. We, we, I've said like five times, you know, a short amount of time. Have you gotten, uh, without going into specifics, have you gotten good advice from uh, Sensei Ludwig? Yeah, I mean, he's been there. Um, uh, shout out to Juan Archuleta too, because he's given great advice. Yeah. Uh, Tiki, he's given great advice. Uh, yeah, Dwayne. I mean, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, hey. yeah. Dwayne is a. Uh, Dwayne has always given me great advice. Um, I mean, he's super busy with his man. <laughs> he's got all set up and stuff like that. But, you know, he definitely makes priority and uh, gives good advice. So, so yep, utilizing it, staying focused. Um, something I think, too, with that is um, he's also letting us walk a little bit alone. Right? It's not too much. It's just um, something, to be honest with you, I think truly what's great is, is that we got this opportunity. We earned this opportunity. And uh, instead of everybody laying tons of advice, I think they're letting us do what we do. Um, I've had them say, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. I've had that from three different people um, from their advice. And that doesn't feel like uh, I'm left alone. What that tells me is like, love what you're doing and enjoy the experience of what you're doing. You've earned this. This is that, that, that level. So, yeah. I mean, good advice, but at the same time, just enough. I would say, much. I would say this would be the best part of the job. Yeah. Because as, as a, as a youth minister or a preacher, like preaching is the easiest part of me being a youth pastor. Yes. And, um, but the other part is talking, following up with kids, doing all the paperwork, doing, you know, setting everything up, all that stuff you don't see behind the scenes. And it, it that goes for hours and Gross. hours. Growth. Yeah. There's. Uh, I don't think there's anything that we haven't grown on down here. Every day, every day, getting better, growing, learning something yeah. new, becoming more professional, getting more proficient. Yeah. I tucked in my shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> you look good. Thank you. Yeah. You look good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. So before, before I Dr. let you, I know this is weird. This is a weird <laughs> thing to ask, but if you, um, <laughs> if you have. If you if you happen to run into Dana and you get close to him, I want to know what a billionaire smells like. <laughs> I, I never thought about that. I would let no, you know. No, I want to know and ask him what cologne he, he uses. He put, he, you meet him on Friday. Friday. I meet him Friday. Yeah. Meet him Friday. Yeah. Like, like, ask him what he what he wears when he's trying to like impress Mrs. White. You know, like I want to know. I like I want to know what what that man smells like on date night because that's what I want to smell like. Like I'm sure he doesn't I smell like the affliction cologne. That, no. <laughs> I don't think that'd be good. That might give Dana the wrong impression. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey Dana, I don't I don't want to sound weird or nothing, but there's this What's podcaster in Alaska just. I'm doing this for him, man. <laughs> is that, yeah, that brute? Right? Is that brute? Looking at my opponent, but like, 
And that's, and that's where you, when you become Victor the Wolfman Rodriguez. <laughs> so if you guys ever see me, if, you, if I'm in Williams and I'm like, you know why? It's a good thing Will Baker. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, you can thank me. And I will uh, share it with the world. Oh, I'll let him know he's wearing, he's wearing Old Spice. Oh, he's yeah. When you're worth when you're worth a couple hundred million dollars, you can wear whatever you want. I was I was telling uh, I think it was my wife earlier. Like I wouldn't bathe for weeks if I was worth a billion dollars. <laughs> and I'd be like I'd wait and I I think I'd wait until someone said something. Like I'd still shave and stuff, but I don't think that oh, yeah. I would like I would scrub up too often. Like it would just be there would be a nasty smell, but I'd keep a shave. Oh. Yep. Yeah. All right. Hold on, I just got my, I ordered a hot sauce, a $20 hot sauce. Is that it? No. Oh, there I right. Somebody called my name. Are you hearing stuff, Coach? I think so. I think my coach been quarantined too long. <laughs> Might be. Anyways. Uh, hey, Can man. I tell you my favorite part? Can I tell you my favorite part of this whole trip? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Uh, Better not be trade, too. I never I never wear UFC gear I never never ever buy UFC gear and I told myself I I want to my first pair of UFC gear is going to be designed for me and it's going to have my last name and today I got to do that I got to put on my first pair of UFC gear with my official name on it and that was absolutely amazing to me so that was awesome man yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, that's it was right. awesome, man. Probably, yeah, man. and now we got all UFC merch. That's so right. That's pretty awesome, man. That was my favorite part. Cool, man. I, I never so... wanted to wear because it was too cool for me. <laughs> you and the cat's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to have a conversation. Her name's Butterfinger. <laughs> Butter, Butterfinger. Butter Butter. No, that's funny. Nice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Natter butter. Natter butter. Natter butter. <laughs> you should just do a podcast, a video podcast of that for like 20 minutes. So just natter butter. Just literally just sit there and say that for like 20 You know that'd go viral, dude. Oh my god. I, it would it would it would the podcast me and my kitten would be the most listened to me thing. Me and my kitten. Me and my kittens. <laughs> and here's the thing. I get angry emails from some Karens who are like, no, it would be my kitten and I, you doofus. Like, <laughs> and that's why you have no friends, but you have a kitten. I got friends and a kitten winning. Boom. And by Hello. friends, I mean like Jason and my kitten. <laughs> <laughs> funny <laughs> guys thank you thank you so much um do you know do the things you know you're supposed to be doing and the things that are supposed to happen are going to happen and you guys are are living walking breathing talking examples of that uh chumba wamba would be proud of you per that's awesome whoever that may be who is the general i don't know Jason knows Chumbawamba. You remember Chumbawamba? They had a song about getting knocked down and then getting back up. Yeah. But they also, yeah. And because in yeah. life, that's what you got to do, man. Rocky. Are they German? Huh? Are they German? No, I think they're Irish, but 
Irish or British or something. I one of those. They're like yeah. they speak English with accents. Wrong. Oh, gotcha. Um. So, but interesting note about Chumbawamba. Before we leave, they released a record in 2008 called "The Boy Bands Have Won," and it's actually better than anything the Beatles have ever done. I will say that, and I will own that. That record is wow, better than anything the Beatles statement. have ever done. Jason, ever. if you have Apple Music, I will include the link. I will send you the link. And um, and if you are listening at home, I will include the link in the description. It is better than anything the Beatles have done. Um, and uh, wow. and these guys are anarchists, for real. They told people not to buy their album, <laughs> just shoplift it. In the days when you could still shoplift oh, it. Oh, okay, I remember this, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they still managed to sell a lot of records. You know, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Woken, uh, Woken Bake, Woken Bake, Woken Bake. Project. Yes, sir. Thank you, Will. Thank you for always being my friend, man. I really yeah, appreciate dude. it, man. Victor, yes, I'm I'm so excited to see you grow, my friend. I'm I'm I got a heavy bag hanging in my garage that the champ uh, installed. All right. Oh, like, there we like <laughs> there this is this is a. I, I get to, to watch my friend achieve his goals and his dreams. And in the process, my friend helps me achieve my goals and dreams. Sir, this is uh, what's supposed to be because it's what's supposed to be. It's like Coach Jason uh, said, we're all on this path together. Our paths are going in different direction. But my job, my occupation, my obligation as your friend, as Jason's friend, as Seth's friend, is to do anything that I can to amplify your voices, particularly because you're you're, you're putting out, as Mark would say, good shit, all right? You're putting out the good stuff, the good energy. And, and, I've, and I've absorbed it. And I've kept it in my life because it is the good energy and it is the, the positive movement that is supposed to be going forward. Victor, you are doing the things you are supposed to be doing and your coaches are doing the things that they are supposed to be doing and everything is coming together because it's supposed to. Because it was meant to be. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> I remember, uh, I remember uh, before all this happened, when I was actually working out on your house, uh, me and you were talking about all this, and I, um, I was gonna get an opportunity to go to Bellator before all this happened. And I told you if I ever go uh, do something like this, that one day I, I have a four fight contract, meaning no matter what happens tonight or Saturday night, I have three more opportunities to prove myself. And I told you that I will bring you here on one of those times so you can do your job with professional athletes. And I promise you, you will do that. Okay? You're you're 100%. bringing me. You're bringing me with you right now, and I'm talking Not to right a professional now. athlete. Right. No, 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 sir. Understand, you brought me with you, yeah. and I get to bring everyone listening. He just entered the matrix with with yeah. us. All right, and, that's how and you end. took us with it's you, like that. dude. That's like, so yeah. dope. You are there with you, and you are showing us the way. So, so I'm grateful awesome, for what man. you're doing. I'm grateful that you're going there. I'm grateful for Kanye West for running for president. I'm grateful for everything coming together. It's it's turning out the way it's supposed to be because that's the way it's supposed to be. Victor, I know you don't listen to the podcast, but I also know you've swung a hammer in 20 below, right? I, I actually, I listened to your podcast last time with, uh, you were talking to, who were you talking to the last one, uh, the, uh, Jay's coach? Oh, Jake. Jake, yeah, I listened to uh, your last podcast, man. I thought it was awesome. I listened to uh, Jake's story about how he was uh, fishing uh, it's one of my favorite fishing stories, how he was uh, fishing 
And then uh, he, we saw a little kid fishing and, uh, you know, taught him a couple of things. And one thing led to another and he started talking about fighting. And then he said, oh, yeah, my, my dad's a fighter. And he said, who's your dad? And he said, it's Victor Rodriguez. And oh, I, thought, wow. I thought it was pretty cool, man. He said, you never know who you're going to hang out with. You're probably hanging out with a little kid that his father's going to the UFC. So I do listen to your podcast, man. So I appreciate that. I hope you have uh, the best week ever. And I hope that when you're done on uh, on Sunday, well, when you're done on Saturday, please do me a favor. Stay for the stay for the Anderson Silva fight. He is one of my favorite fighters of all time. And, and it's one of those things, like we don't get to go with you, especially on this one, but you get to be there for us. And, and Anderson Silva and Uriah Hall, are two of my favorite uh, athletes of, of all time. I, I love listening to Uriah Hall speak. He's such a motivational guy. He really is. He Listening to him speak about his experience uh, hits my soul in a very, very real way. So I, yeah. I please stay and enjoy it and absorb all of the energy that, that's going to be there. Um, because when he fought on Tough, this was the fight that people were like, this is, this has to happen. This guy needs to fight Anderson Silva. And now that guy gets to fight Anderson Silva in his last fight in the UFC. And, awesome. for, and that that's awesome. And so I hope they cater it with the best food ever. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Man. I'm, I'm sure they'll have that. great catering, but yeah. yeah, man, have so much fun. Seth, have so much fun. Coach Jason, have so much fun and keep doing the things you know you're supposed to be doing. Uh, yes, sir. Os, osu. Oos. Oos. Oos, baby. Thank you. See you later, Mr. Bill. Thank you for your time. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you for yours, Coach. Uh, thank you for yours, Coach. And Victor, thank you very much for yours. And, and have fun and keep doing what you're doing. All right. You have a great night, buddy. You as well. All right, bye. Bye. I know what you're thinking to yourself. Where at 3 o'clock in the morning can a guy go get, or a gal, or, or another, whatever, uh, however you define yourself, whatever your preferred pronoun is. Uh, if you are looking for a place to work out at 3 o'clock in the morning that has some of the best equipment you are ever going to get, your sweet little mittens on, Iron Asylum, okay? They are located at 35165. Let me make sure I'm giving that to you right and I'm not lying to you. Yes, it is in fact 35165 KB Drive behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. They have some badass equipment. Uh, when I say badass, I mean like bad, bad, not bad like bad, but bad like good, but really good, really, really good equipment. Uh, and they've got all kinds of it. They're trying to, if you're trying to hit your glutes, or you're trying to hit your quads or any other sort of leg muscle, they've got a billion different machines for you. Not literally a billion, because I don't think they have enough space for that, unless they were really, really small. If they were really, really small, I'm sure that they could fit several billion uh, in there, but they'd have to be very, very small. And these aren't small people. People don't go to Iron Asylum because they want to be, well, some people do. I mean, really, everyone has all kinds of fitness goals. Who am I to say? All right, just because it's owned by a guy that likes powerlifting, he also includes kettlebells for geeks like me. If you are looking for a place to work out at 3 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 5 o'clock in the afternoon or 5 o'clock in the morning, 
Iron Asylum is that place. They are open 24-7. And again, they are located at 35165 KB Drive. The number to call for more information, 907-953-4720. Again, that number is 907-953-4720 for more information. Also, moving on, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Canine Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of a uh, variety of hash aids. All right, they make canna caps, they make honey sticks, and peanut butter. Now, if you're wondering if Red Run also carry flour, good, I got you here, they do. All right, they also carry concentrates, including decarb oil and everybody's favorite cartridges. Everybody's favorite, by the way, if you live in a state where cannabis is legal, specifically Alaska, where you can buy Red Run products at all of the finest dispensaries. Uh, Hashade, if you're looking for it, it's carried all over the state. Stop by any of the finest dispensaries in Alaska, ask for Hashade by name, and they'll have it for you. If they don't have it, they're probably not a fine establishment, and, uh, and you should find yourself a finer establishment, or just ask them to get some Hashade. Contact Red Run. I'm sure they would love to hook them up with uh, with, with some hashing. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they'd love to. Reach out to them. Tell your dispensary to get in touch with Red Run. They'll, they'll be friends. They'll be besties. All right? But besties who do fine business throughout the great state of Alaska. All right, ladies, gents, and others, here's your cannabis warning. Thank you very much. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.